Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fort Smith, Arkansas, with another Fishers of Men video broadcast, and it is good to be here this evening. Um, tonight, we're going to be doing a little bit something differently. Um, I'm going to be talking to you all tonight about date setting and is the rapture really imminent? And... Um, so that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight, and uh, just want to let, just want to thank you all for tuning in. Um, just want to let. Uh, so I, I'm not sure when exactly I'll be getting back into Matthew 13, but this this seems to be kind of a, a thing that I need to talk about. So <clears throat> more the date, the date setting than the the rapture itself. But we'll be talking about both tonight. Um, want to let you know that uh, <clears throat> right off the bat, next week, next Tuesday, uh, there will be no broadcast because my church is having a revival. So no broadcast at all next week um, because I will be a, I will be attending revival. Um. And uh, so no broadcast next week. Uh, but do pray for me. Do pray for Brother Joey and all of our brothers and sisters that need prayer. Um, I know, like, Pastor Mike and his family could use some prayer. They always, they always, they always, like, need prayer because they, they're all, there's always something going on. That the devil is doing. <coughs> so you keep Pastor Mike and <clears throat> Pastor Mike Hoggard and his family in prayer, because um, he's always there's the stuff that he teaches and preaches. He's always, I mean, he's always getting blowback um, because of it. And so y'all keep y'all keep y'all keep him in prayer, um, and uh, you pray for me. Pray for my my ministry pray for my videos and um yes so y'all y'all do that um what else i think that's gonna be it um if you have your bibles i want you guys to turn with me to second peter second peter uh three three and um, I just want to just kind of share some things <clears throat> that's been on my heart, and so I might be I might be going on for a little bit tonight. So we'll see how it goes. Um. <clears throat> now I, I'm going to put a disclaimer out here. So. I'm not, my intention of this video is not to give anyone a hard time, not to beat anyone over the head about the rapture, um, when it is and all that stuff. Uh, my goal is not to, you know, my, the purpose of this video is to really be a help, especially to Christians, 
born-again Christians. And so I do apologize ahead of time if I come off the wrong way. <coughs> and I came, and I, if I ever come off just in a way that I shouldn't be, um, that is not my purpose. Okay? My purpose is to to really be a help, to be a comfort, to be a blessing, but also that through this that God can bring some conviction. Okay? So I'm not going to... So whether you guys disagree or or agree with me on the timing of it, that's fine. Okay? Not going to argue that. Um, this is not a pre, mid, or post-trib rapture teaching. Okay? <clears throat> it's just a teaching on the rapture. And the question of it is, is it really imminent? Is it really... Could it really happen at any moment? And so, without being snottish or like, I'm right, you're wrong, or anything like that. I'm going to show you what I see from what the Word of God says. Whether you agree or not, that's fine with me. We can, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Um, you be the judge. Is the rapture imminent? You be the judge. Um, don't... For those who do follow this ministry, I don't want you to follow after me. I want you to follow Christ and His Word. I want you to follow with me to Christ. Don't follow after me. Don't take what I say for truth. Don't say, well, Brandon said this and Brandon said, I don't want you all, I don't want any of you saying that. Don't be putting me on some pedestal that I'm not supposed to be on. Because I'm human, I do stupid stuff and I'm not going to be right 100% of the time. So you take what I say <coughs> and you compare it with what the Word of God says. And if what I say does not compare, then it's let God be true and let Brandon be a liar. Okay? So don't put me on some pedestal. Don't treat me as I am like somebody because I'm not. And I'm very serious too. I'm not fooling around. Don't 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 put me as a special being because I'm not. <clears throat> with that said, um, so with that said, okay, um, there's been some things 
that I've been seeing on Facebook. Now, I'm not going to call names. I'm not going to say anything or who or what and where and why and how. And no, I'm not going to do that. <coughs> but I've been seeing just some really weird stuff going on, going on that really shouldn't be going on. And it's this deal. It's this whole deal about date setting. Date setting as per setting a date as per the rapture. And this is really concerning to me. And I'll be honest with you, it makes me mad. It makes me mad because you got these people, okay, that are flat that flat that are flat out lying through their teeth. And you got well-meaning Christians that buy into this. <clears throat> they buy into it. And they follow after these things. And they're not trusting God. Okay, they're not trusting God. Now, <clears throat> with that said, we are to comfort each other with these words. Okay, let's go ahead. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 15. Or, um, you know, I think it's not that. Hang on a second. Okay, let's see here. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18. I was wrong. See, this is why I say don't put me in a pedestal. Okay? First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 18. It says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Comfort. Do you guys get that? Comfort. Where is the only source that you will get comfort from? There's really a couple sources, but the primary one is the Word of God. The second one is prayer. Okay? <clears throat> now listen, we're not to beat each other over the head about the rapture and all this stuff. I, under I get that, and we're supposed to comfort one another with these words. <clears throat> now... But when you get people, when you get people that say, the rapture is going to happen in September. Woo! Sure, it sounds good. But when they say stuff like that and it don't come to pass, first of all, they're liars. First of all, and they need to repent of that. 
So just, <coughs> I just want to make this abundantly clear. This video is for Christians. And so if there's any one of you who are born again, who are believers, that are either telling people that the rapture is on a certain date, or you're following somebody who's telling you that, you need to repent of it. You need to repent, and you need to turn back to God and turn back to the scriptures. Let me tell you why. Because whether you are following it or whether you are saying it, you're giving people a false comfort. If you tell people that the rapture is going to happen on a certain day and it does not happen, first of all, you just lied or followed a liar. And second of all, if you lied about it, it's a false comfort. The Bible makes it clear. Comfort one another with these words. People who lie through their teeth about the rapture by setting dates. All you people that are doing that, you're going to create scoffers. Do you understand? You are going to create scoffers. And for you to send out a mixed message that doesn't come to pass, you are actually discomforting people with a message of comfort. You're taking a message of comfort and you're lying to give a false comfort. And when it doesn't happen, oh, guess what? I guess it wasn't time to go. <clears throat> Listen, you need to stop lying to people. You need to stop listening to these false prophets who are so-called prophesying that the Lord's coming is on a certain date. You need to stop. Because what you're doing is you're taking a message of hope and you're discouraging other people and you're discomforting other people. Since when does man's revelation outweigh God's word? Since when? Let God be true and every man a liar. Now listen, I'll tell you when I'll tell you when Christ is coming. Christ is coming when he comes. Christ is coming when he comes. Don't try to don't try to date set things just so you can puff yourself up to make it look like you're some mystical, magical, spiritual <coughs> prophet that people need to flock to. First of all, that's pride and you gotta repent for that. Now listen, I believe the translation is gonna happen. I'm not trying to come off as a scoffer, okay? I love you guys, but you guys got to not. You guys got to quit following these these cuckoo birds that want to tell you, oh, well, Jesus, Jesus is coming on this feast day this year. No, he's not. <clears throat> he's not coming during a feast day on this. Let me ask you a question. What makes you think he'd come on a feast day? 
What if he come? What if he comes on? What if he comes on a day that's not a feast day? I'm just saying. Jesus is coming back. He is, and he's going to get his bride. But he'll do it on God's appointed time. You guys want to know when Jesus is coming back to gather his, his bride? It's on his appointed time. And right now, you don't need to know. When the time comes, he'll reveal it to you. Why? Because he won't do nothing till he reveal it. He reveal it to his servants, the prophets. Okay, let's see here. Uh, let me find that first. <clears throat> Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. I really do think, and this is just my opinion, based on what I just read, is that I think there's a time coming where we will know when he's coming to gather us, to gather his bride. But right now, there's no indication of that. There is no indication of that. And we'll get more into that, okay? We'll get more into that when we get into the imminent part of this. Okay, but listen, folks, you got to stop following these people that claim that they know when Christ is coming back. If I don't know it, that means they don't know it. If they don't know it, that means you don't know it. And if any of us don't even know it, you have no business predicting the day that he's coming back. I want you to get that. If you don't know when he's coming back, you have no business predicting the day that he comes back. Save he actually shows it to you in his word. And I'm not saying that you take his word and you twist it just to fit your own, your own bias. No. God has to legitimately by his spirit show you in his word. If you don't know when the coming of the Lord is, you have no business predicting it. You have no business date setting. <clears throat> and all you people that date set, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Lying to, lying to Bible-believing Christians and trying to lead them astray and trying to get their hopes up. You should be ashamed of yourselves for giving out such a false hope and a false comfort. The Bible says that we are to comfort each other with these words. We're not to beat beat each other over the head, or we're not we're not to like you know lie to people about no. We are to comfort one another, and lying to someone about the rapture, but when it will take place, is not comfort. And I'm not trying to be a blowhard here, and I'm not trying to be mean, but this stuff needs to be said. All of you people that date said in the rapture, you guys, you guys are a bunch of false prophets that just want to lead good Bible Christians astray. 
Let me tell you something. You're not going to fool me. When my God comes back to get me, I know he'll tell me. I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll know. We'll all know. I don't need a man to tell me when he's coming back. Because I don't know and you don't know. I think people need to quit and they need to stop acting like they know when Christ is coming back when they really don't know. And all you, listen, it bothers, it bothers me so much that people would buy it. it. It bothers me how people do this and they mislead God's people. God's people, just please, please hear me out. I beseech you, do not fall for these lies. If you know that they overtook you in a lie, don't follow them. They're going to continue to mislead you. They're going to continue to lie to you. And they're not going to tell you a single bit of truth. Because they're so focused on lying to you about when the rapture is going to be. People need to quit lying about when the rapture is going to be. I'm I'm serious. This is it's getting ridiculous, and it really saddens my heart to see and hear how there are there are good Bible believers that are biting onto these things. Please, I beseech you, don't buy into this. If you do and you realize that they lied to you, don't follow them. I'm telling you guys, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you this out of love. I'm not trying to hate on you. I love you, but I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> you need to be careful and you need to be alert. You need to be alert on what you take in, especially nowadays. And I'm going to tell you something. You should be alert to what, what you take in from me. You really should. You need to take what I say and match it with the Bible. Don't take every word I say for truth. Amen. So I just want to just tell you guys, be careful for these date setters. They're nothing but trouble. These date setters are they're there to mislead you. By the way, now, God has allowed these date setters, honestly, God has allowed these date setters to do what they do to prove whether you love him or not. God will do that. God will allow these liars to speak their lies just to prove to whether you love him or not. And brothers and sisters, I beseech you, do not buy into these date setters. They are no good. They're a bunch of lying false prophets that want to mislead you. Don't buy into that nonsense. Only thing you should be getting your information from is the word of God. You don't need to get it from man. Get into a good Bible preaching church or get in some, into some good Bible preaching teaching and just hear out the word.
Don't buy into all this, well, the rapture's going to take place in September. Give me a break. Listen, there is, what, I think three or four more days left. I bet you, <clears throat> I bet you by the end, by the time October rolls around, all these people that have been saying, well, praise God, the rapture's going to take place in September. They're going to be proven wrong. And Christian, what are you going to do about it? If you find out that they have lied, what are you going to do? You going to continue listening to them, or are you going to get into your Bible? I advise that you get into your Bible. I really would advise that you stick to the Bible. But God be true and every man a liar. You don't need to hear about man's interpretation. You know, my interpretation don't matter. telling you these people it, it makes me sad guys i'm sorry it just it, it's 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 disheartening because you get people that are being misled by these false prophets i'm telling you this it's bad news guys i'm it's really bad news <clears throat> now knowing that, knowing that we got that out of the way that's going to lead into my next thing. Is the rapture imminent? Can it happen at any moment? Well, <clears throat> I want to challenge you on something. If anybody can give me a verse, give me three verses that say... The rapture is eminent. I'll believe it. But as to what I've seen so far, I haven't seen nothing in the Word of God that would indicate that the rapture is going to be eminent, meaning that it could happen at any moment. I just, I just don't see it. But I challenge you to prove me wrong. Because I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I'm not God, and I'm glad I'm not God. I am a sinner saved by the grace of God. Faith by faith, or by grace through faith. <clears throat> um... Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 15. And uh, we're going to start here at verse 51. It says, Behold, I shew you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. 
For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this incorruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Okay, now, this is talking about being translated. <clears throat> now, let me tell you something. How can the rapture be so imminent? And this is a question I'm posing legitimately. If the rapture was so imminent and could happen at any moment, are you then saying that the last trump could happen at any moment? Because we see a specific time, a set time. Something imminent could be, it's so staggered. Something imminent could be like in the next three seconds, or it could be tomorrow, it could be whenever. But if a set time is not staggered like that, a set time is a set time. Now, I, let me be honest with you, I don't know what this last trump is. Some will argue, well, it's the last trump of the trump is in Revelation. Well, I can't prove that. So I'm not going to even use that as an argument. Someone said, well, it's Donald Trump. He's the last Trump. No, he's not. Donald Trump is a human being that is running for president. Probably. I don't know. Is he going to run for president? I'm not sure. But it doesn't really matter. We don't know what this last Trump is. We really don't. Okay. But, the, but to say that the rapture could happen at any moment... That's pretty much to say that the last Trump could happen at any moment. I don't, I don't see, I, I don't, I don't see how it can be imminent. I just don't see how that last Trump can be imminent. I don't know what that last Trump is. I'm just going to be honest with you. I really don't. I haven't really studied that out in full. And I'm just and I, I'm just being as brutally honest as I can. Okay, now <clears throat> turn with me to First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians four. Now, listen. I'm trying to have some. I'm just trying to have some fun. But seriously, try to you know, you know. But I'm trying to be serious, but have some fun at the same time. Now, First Thessalonians chapter four. Let's start in verse fourteen. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which also sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then which we... 
Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Verse 18, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Does this make sense now? Comfort. Don't lie when it's going to happen. Don't lie and deceive people. That's not comfort. See, God is a man that can't lie. And your Bible is God. Your King James Bible, that's the Word of God. That's Jesus Christ. That is God. He won't. God will not lie to you. And that's your source of comfort. But if you go around lying to people and say, well, the rapture is going to happen in September, and it don't happen, you just lie to them. You lied to them. And, you, and you, did, you, you gave them a false comfort. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> now, again, it says, with the trump of God. Okay, the voice of the archangel with the trump of God. Now, turn with me to 2 Thessalonians, chapter 3. Uh, is it three? No, chapter 2. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. What's that? That is the translation. That's the rapture. Being gathered together unto him. That is the translation. This is why I say... This is why I really believe the rapture is not imminent. Continuing on. It says that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you, Christian, did you hear that? Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. What's that day? The translation, the being caught up together with him, the gathering together onto him. Let no man deceive you. So when you have and you hear all these people that say, well, bless God, Christ is coming back in October. No, he's not. We'll go through October and guess what? It's just another October. They'll say, well, praise God. Christ is coming back in January of 2023. Woo! No, he's not. People who say, and they set dates to things, saying Christ is coming back on so-and-so, and this feast day on this day, and they're liars. They are full-blown liars. And God is telling you, he says, let no man deceive you. 
Don't let these false prophets deceive you into thinking that Christ is coming back in September. God is going to prove them wrong. He's going to prove them wrong. Don't even let me... Listen, don't even let me deceive you. That's why you take what I say and you match it with the word of God. Don't let me deceive you. <clears throat> don't let the... Quit listening to the YouTube people. Quit listening to all these people that say that Christ is coming back on so-and-so. Don't listen to those people. Take what I say as a grain of salt. Don't, don't, don't even... Don't even let me try to deceive you. I'm telling you, these there's 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 false prophets out there that just want fame. Don't let those people deceive you. By any means, don't let them don't let them try to con you into all these things. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day, which is what? The translation, the rapture, okay? For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So all you fake and phony prophets that want to say that Christ is coming in September, let me ask you a question. Who, who's the Antichrist? Can you tell me right now who the Antichrist is? Can you tell me who the Antichrist is? Can you tell me where he's at? Can you tell me if we're in the New World Order right now? Can you tell me these things? You know how I know that these people are liars? Because, first of all, there's going to come a falling away first. Okay? You know what that means? That means there's a shaking that's going to take place. And everybody in everybody that's not in Christ is going to fall. Even those angels, even those wicked, vile angels are going to come crashing down on earth. Do you see why the rapture is not... Can you, can you understand and see where I'm coming from as to why the rapture is not imminent? Because if the rapture was Im imminent... Then what you're saying is the falling away and then all these things are going to be, you know, they're already done. We already start, we're already seeing a great falling away with all the apostates. Well, I think it's going to be a lot, I, I think it's going to be a lot larger than that. No, 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 we're, we're just seeing a mild falling, I mean, we're seeing people going away from the faith. We're seeing people go apostate. We're seeing people being turned over. Yeah, of course. But this is going to be a shaking. There's a shaking coming. Amen. There's a shaking. There is going to be a shaking of the earth. Okay, this is going to, I mean, it's, it's going to be a doozy. Because you're going to see angels fall down. I mean, you're going to, it's, it's not going to be 
just some little like, okay, well, what? A, no, this is going to be like, if you're not in Christ, you're going to fall. Okay, you're going to fall. And um, the heavens and the earth is going to be affected by that. Okay. I mean, there's this is not just some like you know puny little thing. No, it's it's gonna. I mean, there's there's something coming that's going to shake this world. Okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge, and I can't find the verse on it right now. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Untimely figs. Let's see. Untimely. Think about this. Okay, I found one. Revelation chapter 6, verse 13. And the stars of heaven fell onto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Did you get that? There's going to be a shaking coming. And all those that are going to be shook off are going to what? Fall away. Gonna fall away. Um, I think there's a verse here in Matthew, Matthew 24. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Matthew 24, verses 29, it says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be, what? Shaken. Did you get that? There's going to be angels falling. This earth is going to be shaken, and anyone in Christ, anyone in Christ, is going to stand, while those who are not in Christ are going to fall. So, are you telling me that this shaking has already happened? Well, no, but it could happen at any time. Yeah, you're right. It could happen at any time. But this is, but think about it. This is a set time. So you realize that being us being caught away isn't going to happen till this shaking comes and that the man of sin be revealed.
Two things. A great shaking and the Antichrist will appear. Oh no, but we're going to leave before the Antichrist. No, Antichrist is going to appear first. Did you not listen to what I just read? For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's the Antichrist. So, oh, but the, the rapture could happen any really? If the rapture can if the rapture can happen at any moment, who's the Antichrist? If you can't answer me who the Antichrist is, where he's at, and what he looks like, if you can't answer me that, then the rapture can't happen at any moment. This is why I see from the scriptures the rapture is not imminent. It is not imminent. It's not. As a matter of fact, actually God kind of gives you a little bit of a nugget right here. A nugget that you should know right now. And all you need to know right now is that there needs to first come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed. That is the first Nugget right there. Now, when that's going to happen, we don't know. Don't ask me. Because, listen, actually, I'll tell you when it's going to happen. It's going to happen according to God's appointed time. That's when it's going to happen. God's appointed time. Don't trust man's timing for things. Because man is wrong. Trust God. Because God will never lie to you and God will never mislead you. Amen? He'll never do it. Now, that's my biggest case for it. With that said, turn with me to Genesis chapter six. Uh, no, Genesis chapter seven. <clears throat> is it seven? I think it is. Um, yes, it's chapter seven. Okay, Genesis chapter seven, verse four. Okay, think about this. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. Now some might say, well, well Noah didn't know when the flood was. Yeah, he did. I just read it. God told him, he said, in seven days I will bring a, a, I will bring a flood upon the waters of the earth. Seven days. Well, the rapture's going to be... No, that rapture ain't going to be different. What did Jesus say? He said the coming of the Son of Man will be like the days of what? Noe. Did Noah know when the flood was happening? Yes. Let's read that again. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth. Does it say for yet... Eminently, I will come. No, it does not say imminent. It says for yet seven days. Seven literal days. Okay? No one knew that in seven days it was going to rain. 
and God was going to flood the earth in seven days. That's not imminent. That's a set time. Well, no, it's seven. No, it's not imminent. God said in seven days. So could it be, or can it be, that our translation, we'll know what our translation is. Now, you might say, well, what about the verses? It's the thief of the night. Well, I got a theory on that one. You know how a lot of these, these so-called Christians that th they think that they're entitled to things? Well, because they're not really Christian and they're lost, the rapture is going to take them by surprise. And it's going to, and to them, it's going to be like a thief in the night. See, we're children of the day, so we'll, I think we'll know when it's going to happen. I really do. I really do think it's not going to be a, I, see, this is why I don't think the rapture is as imminent as people say. The big proof of that, you go read 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Then you see it again in Genesis chapter 7 verse 4. I gave you two witnesses. I'm about to give you another witness here. Turn with me to Josh uh, turn with me to Joshua 6. <clears throat> Joshua chapter 6. I don't want to get too much into it because Joshua 6, there's a lot of stuff there, but I do think that Joshua 6, sorry about that, guys. My hair's going crazy. Uh, Joshua 6, I think, is a type and picture of the translation. Okay? I really do. I really think the that it's a picture of it. Um, so, I'm sure you know about how God instructed Joshua to go around, to walk around Jericho six days, okay? And it wasn't until the seventh day. Ooh! It was on the seventh day they could shout and scream and the walls of Jericho came down. What did God say? He said to Noah, seven days I'll bring a flood of water. I'll bring, I'll bring a flood upon the earth. How many days? What day was it? That Joshua and all of them blew the trumpets and shouted. It was on day seven. And by the way, again, you start to see, well, that's, well, Brandon's imminent. No, I mean, that was not imminent. That was on day seven. Something imminent means it could happen at any time. But if something is set for a certain day, it's not imminent because it's set for a certain day. You can't have an imminent, you cannot, it's not possible to have a set, have something set on a certain day and yet still be imminent. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. And I'll prove it. Joshua 6, verse 15. And it says, It came to pass in the seventh day that they rose up early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that, that, that day, they compassed the city seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time when the police... I, I cannot talk today. That the priest blew with trumpets. Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you... The city, 
and the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are therein to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live. She and all that are with her in the house because she hid the messengers that we sent. Let's go down on verse 20. So the people shouted. Remember the shout of the archangel. When the priest blew with the trumpets and it caused... And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up, went up into the city. Every man straight before him and they took the city and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both men and women, young and old and ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. Now, some say that Jesus himself is going to gather all his people. Well, yes and no. It's actually the angels because the angels are the harvesters. And here's a picture. Here's a picture of that. Verse 22. But Joshua had said unto the two, two men that had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she hath as ye swear unto her. Joshua is a type and picture of Christ. He instructed the two spies to go get Rahab and everyone out of the house. Wow, isn't that amazing? And by the way, that is verse 22. 22 is the number for revelation. Six is a number for preparation. So you see that there is a type and picture of it here. Maybe not the full extent. And maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But think about this. I mean, you hear what they did and you match it with what will happen at the rapture. It's very similar. I'm telling you, it's very similar. Very, very, very similar. Just saying... Um, I don't know about you, I'm having fun. Um, okay, turn with me to Second Kings. Second Kings. Second, Second Kings, Second Kings. Gotta go to Second Kings, chapter two. Second Kings, chapter two. You have a little bit of fun, right? Second Kings, chapter two. Okay, Second Kings, chapter two, verse three. No, verse 1. This is talking about Elijah in his translation. Okay? And it came to pass when the Lord would take the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gil Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, 
and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it. Now, you can all make a strong case that, you know, um, this was imminent, which I will give you that. There was maybe some aspects of this that was imminent, probably, because well, there really wasn't, there really wasn't, uh, we didn't, you know, they knew that it was going to be that day, but they didn't know when, till it happened, Okay. But they knew, but the, but the thing is, they knew, Elisha knew, the 50 sons of the prophets knew, they knew that Elisha was going to be taken up that day. When we don't know during that day. That part we could say is imminent. But that the fixed day of it being that day, they knew it was going to happen. It, and we just read it. I mean, if you don't believe me, open up your King James Bible and read it. It's right there, guys. They knew that day that they were going to be, that he was going to be taken up that day. And again, we see in verse 5, And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said on him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold you peace. Verse 7, And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off, and they, they too stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were divided hither and thither so that they went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away. See, even Elijah knew his, his, this, this was coming. He was going to be taken. He's going to be taken. Last chance to ask me something. What do you want to ask me? Elijah knew he was going to be taken. This was not a surprise to him. He knew he was going to be taken. And he knew that time was coming closer and closer and closer. In verse 11, it came to pass as they went, still went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by our world, went into heaven. Elijah knew he was going. And you continue reading, it sounded like he knew like it was coming and it was coming real quick. You see, this the fact that he knew and the sons of the prophets knew and that Elisha knew, it wasn't some imminent what happened kind of thing. 
it was not imminent for them. They knew it was coming. Just like Noah. He knew that in seven days that flood was coming. You see, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to beat anyone over the head. Now listen, you be the judge. If I'm wrong, tell me why I'm wrong. But use scripture to tell me why. But use scripture to tell me why I'm wrong. Don't just tell me I'm don't just tell me I'm wrong and slap me across the face and say, "Well, I don't like you." No, if you're going to say I'm wrong, say I'm wrong and give me scripture. Show give me legitimate scripture to show me that I'm wrong. You know, you get people that say, "Well, I don't like you. You're wrong." And like they just mouth off like that and they don't they don't give you nothing. They just they don't like you. People don't like me and they know I'm wrong. If you all if you all want to give me scripture to show me where I'm wrong that's legitimate and explain it to me, I'll be happy to hear it. Okay, and I'm not trying to I'm not, not trying to discourage anyone, I'm not trying to beat anyone upon the head. If you disagree, we disagree. We just have to agree to disagree. But based on what I read, I just don't see how the rapture can be imminent. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I still think that there are going to be things such as that great shaking and that falling away and the Antichrist being revealed, okay, is going to mark... A step closer to the translation, but and that's still that has not happened yet. Yes, we're seeing people fall away, but there's going to be a massive shaking. In so much, God is going to shake the heavens, and there are going to be angels falling onto the earth. This is not just some mediocre apostasy shaking. No, this is like if you're not in Christ, and this shaking ha happens, and you're not, and you're not in Christ, you're going to fall. I'm just just being honest with you. And so, I mean, if we disagree, that's fine. We'll just agree to disagree, okay? I'm not going to argue about it, you know? But I'm simply trying to make a case as to why the rapture is not imminent. You be the judge. You open your King James Bible. You search the scriptures. And you do your homework. If I'm wrong, God will... Chasing me and correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm right, he'll show you. Okay? So, hang on a second. I gotta make a switch. Oh, boy. Yeehaw! So, I don't know why I said that. That was weird. Um, but anyways, but see... see. So, I, I hope you understand. I hope you understand I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to show you and make a case as to why... I say the rapture is not imminent. If you disagree with me, that's okay. We're still brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm not going to beat you over the head. What I ask is you don't beat me in the head for disagreeing with you. Okay? I'm not going to beat you over the head with it. Remember, we are to comfort these things. And by the way, like I said, don't let anyone try to tell you that the rapture is going to happen in September. These people that date set, 
they end up being wrong. And they end up giving you false hope. And therefore, they're giving you a false comfort. God says we are to comfort each other with these words. And giving a false prophecy on when Christ is coming back is not comfort. That's why when people say, oh, well, praise God. God's going to come back and Rosh Hashanah on... They were saying this, that he was coming back yesterday. You know what happened yesterday? It was another day. He didn't come back. You want to know when Christ will come back? I'll tell you when he'll come back. He'll come back on his appointed time. That's when he'll come back. On his appointed time. Now listen. I'm looking forward to his return. I am looking forward to being translated out of here. If I do get translated out of here. But I am not going to buy into these fake and phony predictions. That oh well Christ is coming back in September. No he's not. He ain't coming back in September. Unless he'll come back in September later on. I don't know. We don't know that. We don't know when the Antichrist is going to appear. We don't know when this great falling away is going to take place. But once it does, we'll, we can we can be assured that he's coming quick. Okay, and again, I'm not trying to come off as one to scoff or mock. Christ is coming back, but he is not going to come back on the time that these false prophets predict. He is coming back on his appointed time. Remember, let no man deceive you by what? Any means. Okay. Don't let any don't let anyone deceive you by any means. Amen. Um wow, an hour and four minutes. Praise the Lord. Um, so listen, I'm not trying to be mean. I love you guys. I do. And you guys are the reason why I do what I do. All I'm trying to do is to give you comfort, to give you a warning, to not believe these false prophets. Is the Lord coming back? Yes. When is he coming back? On his appointed time. Just because somebody says he's coming back in October like 5th doesn't mean he's coming back. Most likely they're going to be proven wrong. And it's just going to be another day. Don't let these people, listen, don't, do not let these people try to con you into believing that Christ is going to come back on a certain date. Listen, if you don't know when Christ is coming back, you have no business setting dates. Because first of all, it's not on your time. You can't rush that stuff. As much as you'd like to get out of here, as I would... You can't rush that. That's on God's appointed time. And that, he will not reveal that right now. He's not revealing that to anyone right now. All I'm trying to do is to get you to trust your Bible and not trust these people's sayings. Because quite frankly, these these false predictions are making them look ridiculous, and it's not it's not it's not funny. People are buying into their lies. Exactly. 
They predict the people predicted he was coming back yesterday. Nothing happened. It's because these are false prophets prophesying a false prophecy. Don't be deceived by these people. Stick to your Bible. Amen. Stick to your King. Listen, the only thing you need is your King James Bible and the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ. That's all you need. You don't need no man. You don't need you don't need no man coming to you saying, "Oh, he's coming tomorrow." All you need is Christ. All you need is his word and that's the only thing you can trust. Is the word of God. Why? Because God will not lie to you. His word will bring you comfort. His spirit will bring you comfort. Prayer will bring you comfort. Trust in these and you'll never go wrong. But trust in a false prophet. They will mislead you. Amen. So listen. I'm not trying to be a blowhard or anything like that. Just trying to give a simple warning. Because listen. These people. I'm telling you. It just seems like. Things are just getting out of hand with these predictions. And people are, are so worked up about it that they're foolishly, they're, they're making foolish decisions. And that that's, they don't need to be making those kind of decisions. People don't need to be conned into making decisions. Amen. Stick with your Bible. Ask and pray to the Lord God. He'll direct and guide you. Amen. So, anyways, again, I'm not trying to not trying to scoff. Okay? The Lord will come back, but he's going to come on his appointed time. Amen. So, anyways, I love you guys. Um I get, oh, and just so you know, again, uh a week from today there will be no broadcast next week cuz I'm going to be I'm going to revival at my church. So no broadcast next week um, because of that. So don't come on thinking that I'm going to be on and, you know, just there is no broadcast. All right. Uh, so two weeks from today, we'll pick up from hopefully we'll pick up from where we left off. All right. Um, but listen, guys, I love you. God bless you guys. You guys are the reason why I do what I do. You guys have a great night. Have a blessed week and we'll see you. And we'll, we'll see you later. All right. God bless you guys. See ya. Love you. Bye.